When you need to work quickly and confidently across different apps and platforms, consistent quality communication is key. Whether you're writing documents, emails, or presentations, you need Grammarly. It's an AI writing partner that helps you get your work done faster with better writing. It's always there to help because it works where you work across 500,000 apps and websites so you can get more done no matter where you're writing. Grammarly is the gold standard of responsible AI, trusted by millions of professionals for 15 years. It gives you personalized writing suggestions based on your audience, goals, and context, plus tone suggestions to help you navigate even the most difficult work conversations. 96% of users agree Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Grammarly. Easier said, done. What's up, everybody? Today, it's Lizzie, by the way. If you didn't know that, you might need to just double check which podcast you're listening to. It's so good to have you here. I'm feeling a little sassy today. Um, I am taking off my provider like coach hat today, and in this episode, I want to take a lot of my experience that I've gained talking to women in the postpartum mental health crisis realm, or maybe not even crisis, just like not feeling good. And I want to share it as just woman to woman. So this episode is not going to be like, here, let me teach you, you know, how to do X, Y, and Z, or here are some tips for this. We're not doing any of that. This episode is going to help you better understand yourself as a woman and specifically why it is that we get frozen sometimes when it comes to getting ourselves help, why it is that sometimes we know we need help like we know it and we can feel it and and why we just sort of don't advocate really clearly and appropriately. Sometimes we do for some things, but for some reason, the mental health thing, it is like sometimes we just really, I'm, and listen, I'm saying this from my own experience this time. Okay. I'm not even just talking only about the clients I've had. I'm talking about, I'm pregnant right now. I'm 26 weeks and my body is slowing down and it's asking me for things. And I'm having different emotion levels. We're talking way more intense than usual for me. And my whole family's having to adjust to my earlier bedtimes and the rage that fills my heart sometimes, or more like just anger, you know? And so in this episode, I want to walk you through, like, if this goes on for you, what it is that keeps us from really getting the help we need. I think it's fascinating. And even if you're not in this spot now, listen to this because you never know when you will be the one who all of a sudden has a need that you're having a hard time asking for or getting, you want to understand yourself in that situation from the inside out because nobody around you cares as much about what you need as you do, ideally. (laughs) And so I want to share some crazy stories that I have, by the way, on this topic and get you basically like just some perspective and understanding so you can get the help you need when you need it. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Wow. 
What's up, everybody? Okay, so I was just re-listening to that intro, and I have come such a long way in my own journey of feminine awakening, of truly claiming my own authority, like within my body and mind as a woman, and and holding in my awareness all of the both injustices and then just the rights that I have as a human being that sometimes when we wear the hat of motherhood and when we are carrying a child in our womb and or when we have birthed a child and we're either nursing or we're just in that more physically vulnerable, you know, 12 months or so, especially if you had multiples after having the baby that sometimes things get a little blurred. We get so committed and thrown into the world of caregiving to the children. And it's different for every woman, right? If you're working mom versus full-time stay at home, if you have a nanny versus you don't. Um, But we get so kind of entrenched in these wonderful things that sometimes it's actually a bad thing. And it can actually make our relationships corrupt with our kids and also with ourselves and also sometimes our partners as well, our partner, whatever. So in this episode, I actually just want to share with you some kind of freaky stories of conversations I've had with women who um, wanted and knew they needed to get help postpartum, but didn't. And I want to explore why they didn't. And I hope that what this does is it creates almost like a lifeboat for you and some anchors for you, because here's the situation, people, women postpartum having needs, it rocks the boat. It's just going to rock the boat. Depend. And now if your partner is, um, a pretty awesome, supportive partner and really recognizes the fact that like, yeah, postpartum and having a baby is going to change a lot of things and you feel like your partner's really prepared, then maybe it's not as big of a rock to the boat for you. But most women and their partners, and specifically my mo- most of my experience comes with women with male partners, okay, husbands typically, or partners, you know, whatever, boyfriends, whatever, is they, um, neither party's super prepared for really a realistic perspective of how much your body changes during pregnancy, especially that third trimester. And not just like physical changes, but emotional changes and mental changes. I mean, the brain of a woman shrinks six to 7% during pregnancy. Now it gets smarter and more efficient, but it changes along with all of the other parts of her body. Like hands and feet are swollen. You guys know the list goes on and on. I don't have to preach to the choir here. I'm, I mean, I am swollen right now. We could say as I'm talking. So that one just happens to come to mind. I wonder why. Um, but yeah, the way we change, it requires our family and ourselves first, then our family, just like the intro to this podcast says ourselves first, then our family. We got to lead ourselves first, then our family. Part of what that is, is being able to identify how your needs are changing. And then instead of feeling ashamed of how they're changing, being able to treat yourself like the valuable human asset to your family that you are, the leader to your family that you are, or the co-leader, and how to get yourself those needs in a strategic, very determined way. I think what happens is our value, like, okay, so let me just zoom out. Let me go ahead and we're going to start now. We're going to launch in. Okay. And the intro is officially over. So we live in a society, whether we're consciously aware of it or not, most of us are 
well, I can't say most or not most, okay? But everybody's at different levels with this as far as women are concerned. But I will just tell you this, and I will say that a lot of Christian women don't like the words I'm going to use. I am a Christian woman, and technically I'm like, I don't, I mean, whatever that means, because there's so many branches of, what does that, what does that word even mean? Anyway, I um, believe in Jesus Christ, and I have followed Jesus Christ for a lot of my life. And so that's what I mean when I say that word. Um, but I will tell you that these things I'm about to say made me really uncomfortable at one stage of my life. And I want you to know that that's actually good. The only way that you can know things you don't know is through cognitive dissonance. It's through somebody telling you something that you didn't know or that you didn't think was true. And you having to sit with the discomfort of it is the only way your brain can open up to new truth or new knowledge or whatever. And um, the only thing that really stops that is when we're afraid of people brainwashing us, which usually means we've already been brainwashed by a different party that we're feeling really loyal to, and we're just scared to open up to a different line of authority or um, a source of truth. So, you know, however this hits any of you, I just want to put it out there because I feel like this is my duty and obligation and my my what I can do to help postpartum women and the mental health crises that I'm seeing, the casualties that I've seen over the last four years as I've served women. All right. So going back to the big picture, we live in a society that is what we call patriarchal. And what I say when I mean that is that what I mean when I say that, I mean, <laughs> what I mean when I say that is that our culture values and places more monetary, but just overall value on um, masculine qualities and traits. And typically masculine qualities and traits are found in men. And so a lot of times it looks like men are more valued. Now we are moving away from patriarchy. And so it's not black or white. You're not just going to, you can't be like, oh yeah, only men are valued because yeah, we're seeing change. We're living in a beautifully changing time. Um, but what that looks like and how that impacts for a woman who is pregnant and then postpartum is that, um, when we have needs that go above and beyond our typical ones that us and our families or our partners are used to, what it can look like is essentially two things. Um, number one, we, as the women become self-conscious and almost apologetic for having our needs because they are taking it, it almost seems in our mind like they're taking away from the, the family or the resources because we don't value ourselves because we have been raised in a society that doesn't place a value on us. So especially if you go to like a super Christian conservative church, you're going to see like there's an imbalance between the roles men and women have and how even how many women participate fully and whatever. And, um, and that's just like one quick little window. There's so many other examples. So you look around for them if you want to don't, if you don't want to, um, like do how, however you want to do or be with this things, these things I'm saying, that's totally fine. Um, but what I have seen happen and what's been happening for me, although I've been conscious of it this time, my last three pregnancies, which by the way, it's been almost six years since the last time I was pregnant. And that was completely by choice. We had three kids in four years needed to take a big break and I burst my business. So there was a lot that was happening during that time. Um, but what has, what's been happening for me is that I have felt 
my needs change. And I've gone back and forth between advocating really beautifully and sticking up for myself. Not that my husband is like, not, doesn't want to give me what I need. Um, but the value typically, at least in our family tends to go to money. Like money is the most valuable asset and money and spending money. Like when it's on my mental health is sometimes a difficult thing. If it's not my money, if it's my money, it's not a difficult thing. Right now, I haven't been creating cash flow. I've just, I took a big pause in my business. I'm kind of ramping things back up again. And, um, and so in, in this moment, if I were to need, you know, physical support with the kids through childcare, or I really wanted to go to therapy, I would either need to ask my husband or my parents. I don't have an income in this particular moment, which is an extremely vulnerable place for me to be right now, only because I realized that the system doesn't exactly favor my needs. And the more I get pregnant and closer to having the baby, the bigger my needs are getting. So do you you feel the rub there? So all of us feel that on some level, but it's not always super conscious. And so here's, there's two ways I notice that women respond. Number one, we kind of just pretend that our needs aren't really there, like, or that they're not as big and present as, and, and as real as they're getting. And we make do with what we have. And there is some self pity with that. And there is some griping or complaining to friends, but overall we, we just sort of fall into this belief that that's like what it is. That's just the best we can do, especially if you don't make your own money because the other option would be rocking the boat. And what I mean by rocking the boat is refusing to compromise or back down from getting exactly what we need. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus so yeah that's the first way i see women including myself respond is we kind of pretend our needs aren't there then another thing that happens is we will hate our needs i remember literally thinking to myself i just wish i didn't have any needs because if i had no needs then i wouldn't have to ask um, you know, inconvenience anybody, um, or hire anyone or spend any of our family's resources. And I could just be this machine of a woman that like took care of the kids all day. And then my husband would never have to feel uncomfortable, right? That is patriarchy. That is valuing the men's comfort over the woman's comfort and the man's, you know, drive for success or his passions or his needs over the woman's needs. Be honest with yourself. Do you do that? in your marriage or in your partnership, do you do that? Do you guys together both value things that are not equally supporting both of you? 
If you do, it's not anyone's fault. There's no reason to point a finger. We grew up in this system. But at the same time, what I can say is that postpartum mental health is a fickle thing. And if it's one of those things that you know you need help with, and you, you know, whatever that help may look like, whether it's delegating to a part-time nanny or putting your kids in preschool or daycare or getting a job because you just want one to be happy or whatever, hiring a coach or a therapist or something like that. If, if we're not valuing ourselves, nobody else is going to. Now, sometimes what happens is the partner will be the one saying, honey, yeah, you want help. You need help. You definitely need help. You should go get help. And then women will come to me on the phone and be like, it's just so hard for me to spend the money on myself because we just got out of debt or we were just going to buy a new house. And what I, what I hear them saying when they say those things to me, like basically when they're like, I really should spend the money on myself. And my husband even said I should or whatever, but like, or I know I should, but what they're saying is I don't value myself more than I value these other things. I don't value my mental health more than I value getting into a home. I don't value my mental health more than I value having money put away for a rainy day, savings, money in the bank. Um, and ultimately what I'd like to say is that you are the rainy day. This you know, whatever could go wrong in your family that you want to have savings in the bank for because it helps you feel secure, you are more valuable than anything else that could go wrong in your family. Your mental health going wrong is more of a problem than your garage door breaking, your car breaking down, your house catching on fire. What if we thought about it that way? I believe it's true. And here's, here's the anchors. So I talked about in the beginning of this episode, I wanted to give you some anchors as to some things that help us gain courage when it comes to rocking the boat and when it comes to breaking down the system that surrounds us in our marriages. Oh my gosh, my dog just farted. He's, he's laying right by me on the rug and it's so bad, you guys. Whew, the air is thick right now. <laughs> so anchors, I want to, I want to paint a vision for you of what I believe your postpartum experience and your mental health could look like in a world where you yank yourself up to the top of the list. And like I said, it would probably create some discomfort. Some conversations might need to be had around what we spend our money on and whatever. Marriages has been have probably been ended over these sorts of things. But the truth is, if you have a partner in your life and this partner like loves you, and not the system or the institution, then even if there is discomfort, they can be trained and they can come to value you as equal as themselves. And I know in our minds, we're like, no, my, like specifically husbands, we're like, no, husbands, my husband totally values me, blah, 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 blah. Maybe, like, I hope so. But even if he doesn't in some ways, again, it's not a conscious thing, right? Patriarchy hurts men and women and it hurts marriages because it creates an inherent imbalance that we don't, we don't often see it until there is crisis and 
So postpartum is one of those times. So some of the anchors to help you have these challenging conversations or to help you just value yourself more. Um, well, I'll get to the help you value yourself more in a minute, but some of the anchors, I want you to imagine being so taken care of that you genuinely desire with a passion and like this, the opposite of depletedness, like this craving and vivacity for life to be like, do, do things fun for and with your children. That is what happens when a woman values herself the same as she values or even more than she values any other people in her family. What happens is she belongs to herself. She becomes her own person and she stops feeling drained in her daily quote responsibilities and starts delegating and choosing what she does and does not want to do. And then what she does do, everything she touches is like magic. People are drawn to her. They want to be around her, even if she's not an an extrovert. There's just this, this well of magical, like, um, energy and vivaciousness inside of women that is something we cannot reach when we're interacting in a world where we are not valued and our mental health is not valued the same as savings accounts or buying a house or, you know, whatever else it is, our husband's business training. So, um, one thing you have to look forward to is just this awakened vivacity. And I hope it's vivaciousness. I'm making up words. And I hope it's something that you feel with me. Like when you listen to some of these episodes, I hope that comes through. Um, I'm not all the way there yet, but I hope that you can feel that. Um, another thing is that you get to preserve your most cherished relationships. So the first thing to go when we don't value ourselves more or equal to the, all the people around us, I would say more than anybody else around us. When we do not belong to ourselves and we do not feel, um, like we know how to advocate, delegate, stick up for ourselves. The first thing to deteriorate is our relationships with other people because not valuing yourself, would you want to be in a relationship with someone who didn't value you? Like if you knew that like, they really just don't care about you. Like you are not an asset to them. You are an accessory, right? If you knew that, would you want to be with them? No, hell no. And yet that's what we do to ourselves. Like our mental health is just this accessory. Like, oh, it would be nice to spend money on it, but I'm definitely not going to because all these other more important things. So when we treat ourselves like that, it bleeds into resentment in our relationships, bitterness. I literally just said this today. My husband was like so happy because he woke up and he went to the gym and he went to the dog park and then he was getting ready to go to work. And I'm sitting here, you know, not, I did not hire any childcare yet for the spring break that my kids are on. And I don't want to be doing most of the caregiving. I would like somebody else to caregive and I would like to just have great relationships with my kids. And I would like to be doing the job that I prefer to do over caregiving job, which is working in my business, serving postpartum women. That's my chosen thing. And because I belong to myself, I make these choices and I stand for what I want. But I've been in a little back and forth of like a little bit of a, a a freeze response and being kind of apologetic and not really feeling comfortable taking up space and having my needs and arranging all of that. Not to mention financially, there's a couple things too, pinches there as well. 
And so I didn't. And so my husband was like happy and he just like did all these fun exercises and he's going to go work at a job he loves all day and he can come in and be with the kids when he wants to, but he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to be, right? And he's like talking to me and he's so happy and he's just sharing things with me, which I genuinely normally absolutely love. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to hear any of this right now because I am bitter and resentful because I'm going to be doing something I don't love all week just so that you can be doing something that whether you love it or not, you know, our family needs you to be doing, I get it. It's not even like a you versus me thing. Like, I don't feel like the anger and bitterness was really um, directed towards him, but I just felt like a slave. Like, and I let myself just feel angry about the whole setup and about how I'm, I'm pregnant. And so because of partly because of my pregnancy and my physical sickness, I didn't produce as much in my business. And even later this year, I won't be producing as much. Like I won't be serving as many clients because I'm going to be having a baby and slowing way down and everything and taking care of myself. And it just feels extremely vulnerable knowing that the people that do have money around me don't value like my needs possibly don't value my needs the same as they value their money. Now I'm going to go ahead and give them the benefit of the doubt and pretend for a second, like they totally do. And if I needed anything, they would give it to me. But I also know that it's not always like that. And sometimes genuinely people are like, well, I don't, you know, they have opinions on how much money you should spend or they want you to tell whatever. And so anyway, that's what happens is the bitterness and the resentment builds up in the relationships, the relationships deteriorate. So the higher the caregiving that goes beyond your threshold of what you want to be doing in your motherhood, the lower the the quality of the relationships. And that sucks, but, but that is what we do. If we don't value ourselves, that's what happens. And if we don't learn to value ourselves, we're not going to advocate. We're not going to stick up for ourselves. We're not going to ask for what we need. We're not going to delegate. So like, yeah, it's a really fine line. Now, some women genuinely as full-time stay-at-home moms, like they just love it. Like they would have been those women that were watching five people's kids. Like even if they didn't have kids, they'd be like, I'll be the, the nanny of the neighborhood. And that, that was, that would be their chosen profession and job. And so it's perfect for them because it just fits like a glove. Then there's the rest of us who are like, wait a second, I got the short end of the stick here. Like I wanted babies and I want babies and I want to raise them and be their mom, but I don't want to, I don't want to do all this. Like it doesn't feel good to me. I don't like it. I'd rather go work at a marketing firm. I'd rather own a bouncy house company and drive around on Saturdays and sell bounce, like whatever floats your boat. And we tell ourselves like, no, we have to do these things. No, we don't. No, we don't. We cannot lose sight of the value of a woman and what she wants. Because as soon as we do, there are consequences for everybody. And this is why we need patriarchy. And it is breaking down. This is why it's no longer serving. Because there are more and more men who are starting to realize that it has been a disadvantage for them as well. And there have been extra stresses and pressures on them that women could be better sharing and bringing total value to, but are not because it's been so inbred to both parties to keep women at this, like, and the feminine, not just women, but the feminine, like the qualities of the feminine, like emotional emotionness and, you know, relationships and subtle energetic ways of healing and feeling, Um, intuition, dreams, like these are things that people make fun of. They're not actually really taken seriously, depending on where you are in the patriarchal spectrum, spectrum with somebody you're talking to. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply so to wrap this all up If you know that you have needs and you aren't doing anything about them, that's normal. That comes from the way you've been raised to see yourself and regard yourself. But if you want your daughters to rise above patriarchy, and if you want your mental health to get where it needs to be, it's going to take rocking the boat, breaking the system. It's going to take um, having hard conversations, changing up your guys' priorities with your finances and advocating for yourself. Now, the purpose of the free consultations that I offer is for you to have somebody to listen to you and just be a safe space for you as you figure all that out and navigate it. And I even sometimes do follow-up, brief follow-up consults. Once you and I have met, you go talk to your partner about your decision to hire me for coaching or or whatever help you're going to get. And we can do a follow-up consult around how did it go and what, you know, whatever. Sometimes, just depends. Most women... But I want you to know that you have what it takes in you to get yourself the help you need. Do not settle for less. Do not compromise. And if you need a hand and a help and a community, there's a couple things you can, number one, book a free consult with me. The link will be in the show notes. And then number two is you can um, come into my free Facebook podcast community. So it's, it's not a Facebook's podcast. It's the postpartum coach podcast community. And it's on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the postpartum coach podcast community. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. I love you guys. I want to tell it to you straight because I want you to break out. I want all of us to break out of this ish and to get our mental health where it deserves to be and to know our rights and to live in our worthiness. That is my biggest hope and dream. And I know that when we do that, our mental health will take care of itself. Mental health is a symptom oftentimes of low self-worth and your body is saying, I don't want to live like this anymore. And it's talking to you. So this is actually the work. This is the work right here. It will change your life. All right. Talk to you next week. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.